Hi friends, Editing Katie here. Just want to give a quick note about the audio in this episode. My dogs, Bruce and Dolly, were really on one while we were recording this. I have done my best to edit out the majority of their contributions, but you may still hear the occasional whine or bark or scratching at the crate. So thanks for bearing with us during that, and I hope you enjoy the rest of the episode. Welcome to Prose Tinted Glasses. I'm Katie. I'm Bailey. And this is Bruce. Hi, oh, bud. What are you doing? What are you doing? I had a surprise for this episode, and Bruce is like, no, ma'am, I'm going to steal the spotlight. <laughs> Bruce is the main character. Yeah, that's true. He's being so sweet, but you gotta go somewhere else. Can you, can you get down? Oh, Do I need to lock eyes. you back in the bedroom? You're not going to like it. Okay. I love you. Okay, well, sorry for that distraction. What was your surprise? It's Christmas ale! Yay! Yay! You always have a thematic shirt for episodes, so I was like, I'm going to go with my brand and I'm going to have a thematic drink for this episode. I love that journey for you, and it's what you deserve, and I'm glad you have your Christmas ale. Oh, and uh, not on an empty stomach. No, That's because good. I just ate the most expensive quarter ounce of queso I've ever paid for via Uber Eats. Yeah, she Snapchatted me a picture, and it was just really an unacceptable amount of queso, by which I mean there was no queso. Almost. It was like literally six chips worth of queso, which is not okay. There needs to be at least 20 chips worth of queso, but we digress. Agreed. The Christmas sale is thematic because this is our Christmas special. Woohoo! Um, yay, Christmas. <laughs> yes. So, uh, full transparency, it is November 11th, so neither of us are, like, too Christmassy because we haven't gotten that far yet, um, but we are still excited. We have a lot to talk about, and as a disclaimer, this is really just, like, winter holidays and associated events. Um not trying to tie it too closely to Christmas, except for the fact that in American media, that seems to be the general consensus of, like, what holidays are. Yeah, and we both celebrate Christmas, or I, I really celebrate, like, secular present day. Like, there's no religious affiliation to my Christmas, um, but it is what I was raised on. Um, and the, like, market, like Bailey was saying, is mostly for, like, Christmas books and movies. Uh, but would be really happy to find some examples of what we're going to talk about that is not strictly Christmas. I did find one book that I'm really excited about and definitely going to buy. But, yeah. I think we were going to start by talking about if Christmas books are becoming a thing. Everyone is familiar with, like, the Hallmark Christmas movies or Hallmark-esque Netflix has been doing a really good job of those in the past five or six years. And, you know, they come out, I think Hulu had one last year and, um, you know, everyone does it. But I feel like Hallmark movies is an, an appropriate umbrella term because everyone knows what you mean. Right. But we have noticed that it's kind of becoming like a little cottage industry for Hallmark books for the holidays. Right like Christmas focused or winter holiday focused cute little romps in book mm -hmm. form, which is not something that I feel really existed before. I know of a couple book series from like the early to mid aughts that had Christmas specials, but not really, I still wouldn't even put them in the same category as this. Yeah. I like, obviously there has been the odd rom-com set at Christmas, but I feel like there are, are enough that it's like, a, a genre or like a micro genre at this point i just started seeing like a whole tiktok thing about like holiday books holiday romances and i don't remember that being a thing before and i don't know if that's because it wasn't or because i was not super clued into romance trends yeah i think it probably could be a little bit of both i think the fact that there are this many books coming out this year tells me that it's been happening for a couple of years at least. Um, 
But like, I really don't, I really don't recall it being a big thing previously. Nor do I particularly. I feel like that would have been up my alley because I really just love the holiday season. Like I'm the first in the door to get a peppermint mocha. Like I ask Starbucks if they're allowed to use it early because I'm like peppermint mochas are everything. Um, I love all the Christmas things. I just love like decorating and things being happy and also sparkles and Christmas seems to be one of the holidays where like people decorate in sparkles and it's fine. Like my mom got me a little window sign that said like it says like holiday or sparkles are meant for I don't remember what it says. Anyways, it's about sparkles and Christmas. (laughs) Really doing my mom's gifting justice here. (laughs) Yeah, um, I I really like Christmas. I enjoy the season. I am kind of a Grinch in our um, in our friend group because I think that Christmas season starts after Thanksgiving. I don't think it's Christmas season yet. Um, and like once it's Christmas season, I'm all in. I just hate when um, you know, like our friend Zach puts up his tree on November first, and then um, no, thank you. Yeah. So to be fair, while I deeply enjoy Christmas season, we established that it's November 11th, and I have Christmas ale. Um, I don't decorate my house for Christmas until after Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving is a very big holiday in my family, and I would never disrespect it like that. But uh, you can catch me at Starbucks, like, getting the Christmas-themed drinks. You can catch me at the mall singing along to the Christmas music. Uh, I I love it. But, yes, I don't decorate my house until after Thanksgiving. Um, I will say I am going to be a total hypocrite this year, though. I, like... Impulse purchased a Christmas tree at Target earlier this week, and I am probably going to put it up tomorrow. And I feel comfortable sharing that only because by the time this episode comes out, uh, it'll be Christmas season. And so no one in our friend group can call me a hypocrite except for you, Bailey. You say that, but the second they hear this, the group (laughs) chat is going to blow up. Daniel's going to listen first, and he's going to timestamp it. And send it to Zach and be like, you need to listen to this right now. Oh, no, that's exactly what's going to happen. Well, uh, at least you guys can't make fun of me for being hypocrites until it actually is Christmas season. So. And I will be cackling. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're sitting on a bad boy piece of information. I am terrible at keeping secrets. We'll see how long this lasts. <laughs> it's, not, uh, it's not a secret. I would just like to... Uh, push when I'm being made when I get made fun of to a later date (laughs) but yeah I I got really cute I got I got really cute um ornaments that are very pretty colors and I'm excited I have not had my own um artificial Christmas tree before just because I always celebrate Christmas usually at my brother's house so right but I'm excited well that's exciting so back to the Christmas books Katie I think you wanted to um Play a little game where you read the description and I have to match the try and match the title to the to the book. Yes, I do want to do that. Um, I think in the spirit of holiday rom-coms, especially Hallmark ones, they all look exactly the same. And so I'm interested to see if we can uh, differentiate between some of these. So I am going to read a portion of a description and I'm going to have you guess which one it is. Um, and I listed all of the, the names on our notes, but I'll just read out the ones that I'm going to pull from in holidays by Christina Lauren, which is the only one on this list that I've actually read. And I really enjoyed it. Um, always in December by Emily stone, Royal holiday by Jasmine Guillory one day in December by Josie silver, a princess for Christmas by Jenny holiday. And I really like that her last name is holiday. I feel like that's, yeah, um, it's really delightful. Mistletoe and Mr. Wright by Sarah Morgenthaler. The Tourist Attraction and uh, also by Sarah Mor- Morgenthaler. The Deal of a Lifetime um, by Frederick Bachman, who uh, I oh. love. He's one of my favorite authors. So I will definitely have to pick that one up. Uh, I think I already said that one. Yes. Yeah, I, I opened that ch- that one twice. So, okay. I think I've got, I think that's all of the ones I'm going to be pulling from. Okay, I've got my ready to play. Ready. As I'll ever be. Vivian Forrest has been out of the country a grand total of one time. So when she gets the chance to tag along on her daughter Maddie's work trip to England. 
Royal holiday. Yep. I knew as soon as you said, like, she hasn't been on a vacation, I was like, it's royal holiday. It's royal holiday. <laughs> You're right. You got it. One for one. Um, but yeah, it seems cute. She, I don't know, she meets a guy who works for the queen or something, and I'm sure they fall in love. Yeah. The England thing really cemented it. For sure. Okay. It's the most wonderful time of the year, but not for Malin Jones. She's living with her parents, hates her going-nowhere job, and has just made a romantic error of epic proportions. But perhaps worst of all, this is the last Christmas May will have at her favorite place in the world, the snowy Utah cabin where she and her family have spent every holiday since she was born, along with two other beloved families. Mentally melting down as she drives away from the cabin for the final time, May throws out what she thinks is a simple plea to the universe. Please show me what will make me happy. The next thing she knows, tires screech and metal collides and everything goes black. But when May gasps awake, she's on an airplane bound for Utah, where she begins the same holiday all over again. With one hilarious disaster after another sending her back to the plane, May must figure out how to break free of the strange time loop and finally get her true love under the mistletoe. The deal of a lifetime. Nope. Oh, is it always in December? It's not, no. <gasps> Oh, no. Uh, one day in December. No. <laughs> in a holidays? It is in a holiday. Okay, so I thought that at first when you were saying she was, like, stressed out, and then I talked myself out of it because I wanted it to be, like, a punnier title about, like, repeat, like, Groundhog Day. So always in December. I think that or one day or in December would both have been really good titles for this. Well, that's what that's why I guess those two first is because like I thought that that's one day in December because she keeps repeating the day in December. You know, anyway. Mm-hmm. Anyway, that is the one that I've read and it's very cute. I just wanted to and defend myself it. on why I thought um, that one was that. No, you're you're completely correct in that. I feel like is is um, the point of the game, too. So. Yeah. All right. Next one. Two people, ten chances, one unforgettable love story. Lori is pretty sure love at first sight doesn't exist anywhere but the movies. But then, through a misted-up bus window one snowy December day, she sees a man who she knows instantly is the one. Their eyes meet, there's a moment of pure magic, and then her bus drives away. Certain they're fated to find each other again, Lori spends a year skating every bus stop and cafe in London for him. But she doesn't find him, not when it matters anyway. Instead, they reunite at a Christmas party when her best friend Sarah giddily introduces her new boyfriend to Lori. It's Jack, the man from the bus. It would be. Any guesses? One day in December. Yeah, nailed it. Okay. Proud of you. Sweet. I'll take it. <laughs> that one sounds okay. cute. It does sound cute. All these sound cute. But I mean, I, mean, that's I true. love this like genre, so. <laughs> Fair. Okay, uh, let's do at least one more. Yeah, I think that'll be good. How the Moose Almost Stole Christmas. Lana Montgomery is everything the quirky small town of Moose Springs, Alaska can't stand. The tourist attraction. Nope. (gasps) Ooh. (laughs) A rich socialite with dreams of changing things for the better. But Lana's determined to prove that she belongs, even if it means trading her stilettos for snow boots and tracking one of the town's hairiest Christmas mysteries, the Santa Moose, an antlered Grinch hellbent on destroying every bit of holiday cheer and tinsel it can sink its teeth into. What? <laughs> it sounds amazing. Did you read this description before picking it? No, I, I like opened all the tabs and I'm just like picking them at random. Okay, um. <laughs> Is it Mistletoe and Mr. Wright? It is. Is the moose named Mistletoe? I don't know. If the moose isn't named Mistletoe, I don't want it. I think it's the Santa moose, but I would really like for the moose to be named Mistletoe. And also, in your defense, um, Mistletoe and Mr. Wright and the tourist attraction are a, like part of a series that take place in the same place. Okay, so, so that's, I mean, the quaint town in Alaska is like the tourist attraction. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was a good guess. Oh, man, that was kind of fun. I feel like those are are fun, and I'll probably, like, look into some of them um, when it's appropriate Christmas book time mm-hmm. about, because, uh, yeah. Aw. Yeah, they sound really cute. I've 
I've put in some um, holds for some of them at the library because several of them say they're like six weeks out. So well, that should I'm be assuming perfect. they'll actually be available in three weeks. Right. And then I saw you have another book on here, but it's like separated. Was this the book you were excited about buying? Yes, um, I separated it because it wouldn't really have worked for our all of these are Christmas theme books. So it's called A Holly Jolly. Uh, I would have guessed it right away when you started describing it because it is called A Holly Jolly Diwali. And so um, it would have stood out as not the Christmas book. Yeah, so I found this on just like a list of holiday books somewhere. It came out last month. Um, I'll go ahead and read some of the description. It's really long. I'll read like the first two paragraphs. Um, one type A data scientist, or sorry, data analyst, discovers her free-spirited side on an impulsive journey from bustling Mumbai to the gorgeous beaches of Goa and finds love waiting for her on Christmas morning. Oh, cool. So it's like Diwali and Christmas. Yeah. Um, but yeah, anyway, I was really excited to find a book that had like more representation of holidays other than just Christmas for like the holiday season. So yes. I'm definitely going to buy that one. For sure. I actually, it was just Diwali, like two weeks ago mm-hmm. at time of recording, a week ago. Yeah, um, I follow this TikToker. Do you ever see the Graceful Baker videos? She makes cookies and um, she like does these sets and she's been like uh, expanding and like learning about things. So like her most recent set was about Diwali and so she was doing these really pretty cookies and like explaining what she had learned about the holiday. It was really cute. That's who I saw on TikTok as well. Mm-hmm. And then I saw a couple things on, um, like, Twitter for it, too. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that is a perfect encompassing of, like, the whole commercial season. Very exciting. I would love to read more holiday books. Yeah, there are a bunch of really great recommendation videos on TikTok that I have been, like, saving and using as references to, like, placeholds very excited to like cozy up and read some of these with like a peppermint mocha or something i'm telling you the peppermint peppermint mochas are where it's at although if it's evening you could try a christmas sale once you steal all of daniel's Mm -hmm. yeah oh i see we've escalated from me stealing one from daniel to stealing all of them from you need at least a six pack (laughs) okay well i'll pay him for it it'll be fine That's that's fair uh i think that kind of leads us into like hallmark movies themselves mm-hmm. the actual movie about it and uh i do not have strong opinions about hallmark movies i think that they're like fine ag- aggressively fine as you are fond of saying for things that are that's how you describe skyline so that's i mean it's a good description for skyline <laughs> it's the right description that's how i feel about hallmark movies like i don't hate okay. them but I'm not going to, like, okay. seek them out. That's, I mean, that's fair. I love them. I think they're so silly and goofy. And I think most of them are just really delightful. Um, we mentioned Netflix earlier. I feel like Netflix has really been, like, crushing it at the Hallmark Christmas movie genre for the last several years. The Christmas Prince franchise is incredible. Um, the Princess Switch franchise is fantastic. And the third one is coming out in, like, a couple of weeks. They did I remember one. you guys talking about all of these last year and not watching a single one. They're so stupid. I love them. I, the only one uh, that I watched was, I think it was on Hulu. Was it the um, the Kristen Stewart one? Yeah, Happiest Season. Mm-hmm. That one was fun. That was fun because it was a lesbian holiday romance rom-com. Right. I, I remember talking about it when it w- with you when it first came out. We were both like, it was fun, but it wasn't, like, the best. Because mm-hmm. it still kind of relied on her, like, keeping a relationship a secret from the family. Because, like, the one partner wasn't out. Yeah, would love for that to be less of a trope. There's, um, there's a, I have to look up the title of it. But there's a gay Christmas movie coming to Netflix that does not rely on those tropes based on the trailer. Single all the way. Oh, cute. Uh, yeah, very cute. And it the a guy makes his best friend slash, I think, maybe roommate come to Christmas with him. And I think 
Originally, they were going to, like, pretend to be in a relationship to get his family off his back, but I don't think that works out. But then his family is trying to, like, set him up with another guy, but then also trying to get the friends together because they think they're, they all think they're in love. Um, it looks very, it looks very, like, tropey and, like, relying on tropes in a way that I think that all Christmas movies do. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, but it does not rely on the, like, coming out narrative, secret relationship narrative. Cool. That's mm-hmm. good. I don't know if anyone else um, picked up on the sarcasm. I feel like Katie glossed over it when I was like, oh, cute about the name. She was like, yeah, it's a great name. And I, I was not serious. They're all so like oh. funny and ridiculous. Oh, yeah. I mean, but that's part of the charm. That's part of the charm. Another one I was going to bring up that you're going to hate knowing how you feel about the names is uh, a couple of years ago on Netflix. It's called the night before Christmas, but, but it's, it's like night. K-N-I-T-H-G-T-H-T, however you spell night. <laughs> Starts with a K. But yeah. You know what? Uh, and I think I watched this one. I'm pretty sure it's Vanessa Hudgens also. No, I didn't. I watched a different one. Okay. Okay. But anyway, a knight like comes forward in time on accident and falls in love with a modern lady. So it's like reverse Ella Enchanted kind of, but Christmas. It's not like reverse uh, Ella Enchanted at all. No. I'm just thinking how not, she's transported, like that. transported to a new world and is like... Um, I don't think you're thinking of Ella Enchanted at all. You're I think right. you're thinking of I'm Enchanted. I'm thinking of Enchanted. <laughs> <laughs> Ella Enchanted is when she has to obey everything they tell her to do. Oh my god. Yeah, and it's a Cinderella retelling. We've been th- we've been there before. <laughs> I know that now. I just <laughs> My brain was like, yeah, okay. Uh anyway, it's sort of like a reverse enchanted. I'll give you that one. Yes, that's the one I meant. That one makes more sense for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of my favorite Hallmark Christmas movies of the last few years. I don't know. I, this one might have actually been Hallmark or Lifetime, but it's called The Spirit of Christmas. And coming back to Ghost Boyfriends from from our Monster Boyfriends episode, she like is appraising an old inn that needs to be sold or something. I don't know. But she ends up having to stay there. And <laughs> there's a ghost that lives there and he's super hot. And they like have to solve his murder. Nice. Well, I mean, Ghost Boyfriends did win that poll we put on Instagram a while ago, so. Yeah. Um, anyway, Spirit of Christmas is a great one. It's very cute. I went in so cynical, and I came out smiling like a stupid idiot. It's very cute. Fair. I'm looking at a list now, and I think the only ones I really watched last year were the Christmas Chronicles. It might have been two years ago. Oh, I don't honestly. think I watched that one. And then um, Klaus, about the postman. Oh, yeah. Daniel really loves Klaus, I think. He tried to make us watch it one time, but we were, like, playing board games and nobody paid attention to it, and I think he was mad at us. Fair. Yeah, I'm just, like, not that into, like, rom-com Christmas movies. I feel like I watch The Grinch all the time, and I watch, like, traditional Christmas movies all the time. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, which I feel like some of the ones I just mentioned, like Klaus is like more like a traditional Christmas movie, a la The Grinch, um, than it is a Hallmark rom-com. Yeah, totally. I agree. So, that, I mean, that leads us to like a discussion about like what movies are Christmas movies and what movies aren't. Because there's a lot of, movies that get played around Christmas time that aren't necessarily like Christmassy in the same way as these Hallmark movies we just talked about. Yes, and we we didn't want to take our own words for this, so we did a very scientific Twitter poll of our friends. Yes, and also with this Twitter poll, I like sent it to some people who don't have Twitter, so I have data that needs to be entered. Um, if we'd had more time because we had like forethought, we would have created um, like a Google form or something that would have automatically compiled this into a spreadsheet so we could somewhat analyze it. Uh, we don't. So you just get our hot takes based on a, a Twitter poll. Yeah. So, yeah, Bailey was really out there hustling for, for getting the data for us, which I appreciate. I just kind of threw it up on Twitter and figured 
some of my friends would respond, which they did. To be fair, you did but put yeah, it so- in the group chat and said, do this. Mm-hmm. That's true. So uh, all of these questions are going to have somewhere between like 15 and 30 replies, which I think is a great sample size. And I have not responded to any of them so that all of my responses can be off-the-cuff surprises during recording. Okay. Very exciting. So, uh, Bailey, do you want to start with perhaps the most important question we'll answer today? And certainly the most controversial. Is Die Hard a Christmas movie? I've never seen Die Hard. (laughs) But. But. I I love that we, like, built this reveal up and you're like, I don't know, man. I'm going to have to go with Jake Peralta on this one and say it's a Christmas movie. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. I appreciate Jake Peralta opinions. The poll agrees with you by 60% to 40% that it is a Christmas movie. In putting my additional data, um, (laughs) I would say that I asked four people who did not record their answers via Twitter and they were split 50-50, so it does not affect the Twitter poll at all. Okay, all right. So yeah, this one was pretty close. I have seen Die Hard, but I, I'm going to use the word seen loosely. Like, it has been on and I have been in the room. Um, I, like, I have not, like, watched it. But I do have one very strong held opinion about this whole topic, and that it's that is that um, saying Die Hard is a Christmas movie is not a personality trait. Uh, I beg to differ. I've seen many men on Hinge that think it is. I, no, I'm I'm telling them they're wrong. Although there was a fun flip of the script. So another Netflix Christmas movie that just came out last week. It's called Love Hard and it stars um, Nina Dobrev and Jimmy O. Yang and the guy that plays Paxton Hall Yoshida on Never Have I Ever. Very hot. But anyway... Nina Dobrev's character is, like, very pro Die Hard as a Christmas movie. And I think that that is why they named the movie Love Hard, like, instead of Die Hard, which I Uh, do not like. That's not fun. Mm. Because there's, otherwise there's no reason that they named it that, that I can think of. Right. I can't think of anything either. I mean, I haven't seen the movie yet, but. It is well it known cute. at this point that it's like a pop culture uh, breaking point. Is Die Hard a Christmas movie or not? Mm-hmm. But I thought it was fun that they gave the quote unquote personality trait to the woman and not the man. Right. So my friend Emily did give me um, a lot of thoughts Oh my goodness! I'm showing Katie my phone screen right now, and it's the entire screen is is Emily's it's a thoughts whole novel. I on, appreciate it on these questions, um, which I will not let Zach go unnoticed. And this Zach also gave narrative responses to each poll question. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was very he was very engaged. I appreciate it. Emily said because the entire setting is Christmas Eve, and he's trying to be with his family, that it's a Christmas movie. Uh oh. Goodbye, Katie. Sorry. <laughs> I was trying to switch tabs and instead I like clicked something and changed. Yeah, it's fine. So, sorry to the listeners at home. I accidentally clicked out of the, the Zoom briefly. Oh, I narrated it. I said goodbye, Katie. Okay, okay good. Um, and then I believe that Zach so kindly told us that I have never seen it, but I voted yes because people seem to feel strongly about it. So Zach and I um, are on the same side of this this debate. <laughs> I feel like that skews the data. Two people who have never seen it. Well, I guess you didn't actually vote in the poll, so it's fine. But. Yeah. And then um, Star's Twitter friend Trevor commented that Lethal Weapon is a better Christmas movie than Die Hard, which I do not have an opinion on. Also have not seen it. So the next poll question was, do the Harry Potter movies count as Christmas movies? And this is because they're all always seems to be a Harry Potter movie marathon around Christmas time. Yeah, Bailey, do you have you have feelings about that? I don't think it's a Christmas movie any more than their Halloween movies. Like the holidays exist in them as plot devices essentially. Sure. Sure. I I would say that they're not Christmas movies, but I think I think they're for me at least is such a strong association with them 
for with Christmas time, nevertheless. So like they are and aren't. I think the but the pole relative closeness of the pole kind of shows that too. Is that probably a lot of people have an association with it? Mm-hmm. Uh, it was yeah. Forty two point nine percent said yes, and fifty seven point one percent said no. Harry Potter is not a Christmas movie. Mm-hmm. And that one, I was watching that one like in real time, and it it went back and forth at least a couple of times. So, yeah, I think it like we said, it's like pretty mixed bag. Um, most of the people that I ask said no. Outside, yeah. Of the Zach's commentary was no. This is silly. There's occasional scenes at Christmas time, but they have nothing to do with Christmas. Come on, people. Yes. So uh, that have to agree there i and yeah like i think you're right there's christmas scenes and you are watching them at christmas so you're like oh my comfort movies a little bit when it's like snowy and it is a cool shot when they're like walking all over the castle and there's snow everywhere and they have their cozy house scarves Mm -hmm. and like weasley christmas sweaters are a big thing yeah but that's all just Eh, that doesn't make it a Christmas movie. Yeah, um, which uh, I think expands onto our, our next question, the poll, which I would never have thought of. You you brought this question up, and I'm I'm surprised at it, and I'm surprised at the responses too. And the question is, do the Chronicles of Narnia have Christmassy vibes? I think it's the snow. Like I'm gonna say yes, but I think part of it's just the fact that. Narnia is, like, in winter when they first arrive in The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the, the poll came back 52.9% yes, 47.1% no. So the the very scientific Twitter poll, Twitter poll says it does have Christmassy vibes. Mr. Tumnus gives off, like, kind of Christmassy vibes with his, like, he's, like, in red and it's in the snow. I don't right. know. Right. And a lot of the people that I asked were, like, I mean, there's the allegorical part about, like, Christmas and Santa and all of that. Like, mm-hmm. um, so, like, yes. And also, yes, because, again, association with when we watch the movies. But it's not a Christmas story, per se. Mm-hmm. So that was the general conclusion. Also, two of the people I queried have never seen the movies. Wow. It's, it seems rude. That seems like a personal attack for some reason. I I don't know. I was just like, oh, I expected more. Like, I didn't expect that. Like, Die Hard makes sense. That's not up our alley. But Chronicles, I was a little surprised. I mean, especially, like, The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe was, like, I feel like it was a cultural event when we were kids. For sure. Um, Zach says Lion, Witch, and the Wardrobe definitely does, but the others not so much. Although Lion, Witch, in the Wardrobe is very much tied to Easter themes, Book of Revelations on a strictly biblical reading. Anyways, Zach's narrative answers definitely went hard on this, this mm-hmm. poll. Yeah. I really appreciate his level of participation, and the rest of our friends could stand to step it up. I wasn't going to call And him also, I, <laughs> I do want to say also that Zach abbreviated the Lion, the Witch, in the Wardrobe as LWW, which I have never seen before. Took and me an embarrassingly me long hard. time. Took me an embarrassingly so long time. I was like, to what are you out. talking about? And then I was like, oh. Dolly's like, come on, you idiots. Uh, was I going to tweet back at Zach and ask? Absolutely the fuck not. <laughs> I no. was just going to yeah. suffer and then eventually yeah. <laughs> hope that it clicked. As we do. And it did. So it worked out. Uh, our next question is, um, you know, I, I think this one about how I, how I would have expected it to go. Uh, is Nightmare Before Christmas a Christmas movie or a Halloween movie? So I, I, I think that by putting the both option, you gave everybody the out on making the hard decision. I think that you're right. Um, I, I should have committed one way or another. Which but is fine because it gave us data, but... I say that it's very much a Halloween movie because it's more about him um, leaving his little worldview and trying to change it. But ultimately, everything he does is still Halloween-y. But I think because you put both, everybody kind of went with both. Yeah, and you're, you're right. I, I gave them the cop-out and 
answer, even though I honestly think the answer is both, I would lean more towards it being a Halloween movie if I had to choose. And that kind of played out in the poll as well. Um, 60% said both, 25% said Halloween, and 15% said Christmas. I will say for, like, the first half of the poll, um, Christmas and Halloween were, like, tied, and then both was, like, definitely taking the lead. But Halloween did edge out Christmas at the end. That's, I mean, both is the obvious answer, but were I forced to choose between the two, Halloween would have been my answer. Mm Mm-hmm. Agreed. Zach is proud of everyone who participated in this poll. He said both easy people are getting this correct. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very, very helpful. No one else that I talked to editorialized on the, the, um, the question, really. Well, they'd be getting more pod time if they had, so... Correct. I think Zach is the real winner here. Yes. And then the final question, second most controversial, perhaps, and with considerable editorialization in answers that I received. (laughs) Are stupid Hallmarky holiday movies good? You know know my stance on this. It's that, yes, of course they are. We've covered mine, that they're aggressively fine, which was not a poll answer. Um, But yeah, this one came in at 54.5% yes and 45.5% no. Just barely edged out. Yeah. Yeah. I was surprised. I would have expected this to be more like 60-40 yes, because I feel strongly that people understand that, like, yeah, they're stupid, but, like, that's the point and they're fun right and and that's mostly the editorialization that i received is Mm -hmm. um this one escapist movies are not really my thing they're rather formulaic but you're guaranteed a happy ending Mm -hmm. most most of them have like a complete if not like everybody ends up together oh lovey-dovey like oh they found themselves happy um they're warm, fuzzy sock movies. Yeah. Oh, I love that. They totally are. And then... That's a great description. Who um, said that one? That was Aaron. Aaron. My roommate. I love you. Yeah, I love you. And then Helen, who did this for school, said, Are stupid Hallmark mo- Christmas movies good? Scripts are crap. Acting is crap. Plots are crap. But they're hugely popular and chewing gum for the mind. <laughs> uh, I mean, yeah, that that feels basically like what I've been saying, but right. more technical. Yes. I just loved it. And then we've got seasonally appropriate background noise. <laughs> <laughs> I like that one, too. <laughs> Zach's very helpful commentary was, from a literal view, no, absolutely not. Do they accomplish what they intend to accomplish, though? Mostly. Does that make them good, in a sense? Perhaps. Maybe. This does not clarify at all what he voted in the poll, by the way. No, I could not tell you which way he voted. (laughs) He has hedged so much in that comment. I feel like everybody else, I knew what they were, like, saying as a definitive, like, yeah, fine, they're good, or, like, no, they're not good, but they exist, and it's fine. (laughs) And this is, like, sure. I, I thought the poll was very fun because I think... Yeah, I enjoyed it a lot. It just led to some fun answers and we got to talk about it now and talk about different things because I, I feel like, like I said earlier, especially with the Harry Potter, we there's always a marathon of them and so you associate them strongly with that time, but nothing about those movies is Christmassy. Except for like I the wouldn't one say scene. nothing about them. Okay, there's like two scenes. Of Christmas, okay. Okay. But yeah, agreed. Like, they're not Christmas, but they're Christmas appropriate, probably, is how I would say that. Yeah, and I mean, obviously, like, the first time Harry gets Christmas presents from the Weasleys is, like, the first time that he feels, like, excited about Christmas and included. But I feel like that plays much more of a role in the book when you're in narrator Harry's head versus, like, in the movie where it's just, oh, fun, Christmas scene. 
Yeah, that's fair. That's true. But going along in that vein, our last question, um, it was not a poll, but we got a couple of answers. Are there any other movies that aren't strictly holiday movies that you like to watch around the holidays? Bailey, do you have any answers to this one? No, because I, I really do just like watch The Grinch a whole bunch. I mean... Which is which is correct. Right. That's the correct thing to do. And then occasionally I'll venture out into some of the other movies. When I was younger, I was obsessed with the Santa Claus, the Tim Allen movie. Uh, I mean, as you should be. Also a correct answer. Proud of you. <laughs> and now I like tried to rewatch it as an adult. And I was like, this is fucking terrible. And I hate every second of it. My poor parents. Oh, no. <laughs> Um, and I have always, always disliked Elf, and I stand fucking by that. Oh, no. No, no. That is the wrong, that is a wrong opinion. Bailey's having wrong opinions. Bailey's having wrong opinions. You can shout it louder, I can't hear you from Ohio. <laughs> um, well, I, I really don't know how you could feel that way, and I'm, I'm sad because I adore Elf, so I'm sad that you don't get joy from it the way that I do. That's okay. I mean, I have been known to say, bye, buddy. I hope you find your dad. A lot. Because <laughs> it's hilarious because it's fun f- from a funny movie. Nope. That's like the only part of that movie I found remotely funny. That's so weird. That's really weird. Anyway, um, do you have any movies that are not like strictly Christmas movies or holiday movies? Uh, No, I don't. Um, I... I also just watch, like, The Grinch, I watch Elf, I watch Stupid Holiday, um, rom-coms. Anyway, uh, yeah, I, I mostly watch holiday-appropriate, like, holiday-specific movies. Um, although I do I do, do Harry Potter marathons. Yeah, that's fair. I think part of that might just be, like, longer time spent indoors and thus more time to watch long movies. Mm-hmm, very true. We got some uh, some good answers from some of our friends. Um, Daniel said Lord of the Rings because they all came out in December, which I honestly think is an insane answer, but... Um, I will say, going back to the more time to spend indoors, you fucking need it if you're gonna watch those. That's true. That's true. I, like, out of all the, like, fantasy epics or, like, movies that, like, I associate with childhood, maybe, I guess? I don't know. Lord of the Rings is, would be, like, last on my list to, like, associate with Christmas. But, like, I understand timing-wise that it makes sense. Yeah, so Fellowship came out December 19th, 2001. Um, Two Towers came out December 18th, 2002. And uh, Return of the King came out December 17th, 2003. And the first Hobbit movie came out December 6th, 2012. An Unexpected Journey. So not the three-parter Hobbit movie. Right? No, that is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's part of Was part it really 2012? The... Yeah. Oh. I really thought they were significantly later than that. Now that I say that, I realize that's 10 years after after the first one came out. Um, mm-hmm. And yet I still thought that they happened like four years ago. Anyway, I blocked The Hobbit out of my mind because I didn't like them very much. Okay, that's fair. I don't think I've seen all of the Hobbit films, and I've only watched Lord of the Rings, like, twice, so I don't have opinions. Yeah, that's fair. Um, let's see. Dave agrees with Harry Potter Marathon. Mm-hmm. The Gremlins movie. When I was kind of doing some prep for this episode, I looked up, like, a list of holiday movies that weren't Christmas-themed, and the Gremlins mm-hmm. popped up, but I haven't seen the Gremlins in forever and so i had absolutely no recollection of there being anything related to christmas in it but it popped up on at least two like listicles and now dave is saying it yeah um i'm not sure i've ever seen it but i like would call it a christmas movie just by cultural osmosis like i i always i i think it's kind of one of those that's like in the same way people like to say Die Hard is a Christmas movie, like Gremlins is a Christmas movie. It's just been, they've been saying it for much longer. So it like, it like has a Christmas setting. And so people like count it as a Christmas movie. Yeah. I just looked it up in Gremlins. The events take place on Christmas Eve mostly. Um, and I think the reason I like don't remember a lot about it is because it came out in 84. So it was like big, like, my brother really liked it a lot more, knew a lot more about it, but I just sort of, like, 
saw it because he was watching it once and that was more my exposure to gremlins mm-hmm. uh yeah so dave mentioned gremlins and then he also mentioned grumpy old man which, which i I'm completely forgot with. existed as a movie um and i don't want to lump him in with my parents or anything like that but my parents definitely watched that movie like around christmas time okay i don't think i've ever seen it i mean i definitely haven't seen it seems like it's got a good cast though jack lemon walter Matthau. yeah and daryl hannah it was a popular movie when it came out i think um just the fact that it came out in 1993 again kind of hinders our consumption mm-hmm. of it yeah, I would have. Yeah, we were babies. Mm-hmm. And then Emily said Wizard of Oz because her godmother had a VHS double feature that had the animated Grinch and Wizard of Oz. That's really cute. I, I like that. I think that I really can see how Wizard of Oz would have holiday vibes. Like, clearly it's not like a strict Christmas movie, but I, I totally see it. I think it's the fantasy of it. Yeah. And, like, the, there's, like, a wholesomeness to it that, like, I totally can see that. Yeah. So those those were our fun answers for that. I thought they all were pretty good. Yeah, um, I'm agreed. Glad that, I think we okay. should think ahead in the future and do more polls, but have, like, more time for people to respond to them. I think the poll was open for, like, two and a half hours. So we did get... No, I literally... I limited it to three hours, okay. so... We did get an impressive amount of results for opening it at, like, 2.30 Eastern on a Thursday. Um, which, I hope none of our employers listen to this. <laughs> uh, my employer can listen to it if they want, because I took this week off. Yeah, so. I mean, today was a holiday for me. I just mean for all of our friends that definitely didn't have today off that were on Twitter between, like, 1 and 2 p.m. during their time zone today. Um, this has inspired me to go watch a Christmas movie most likely, even though it's not quite seasonally appropriate yet, but yeah, also- I I have I have started watching Christmas movies yeah. already, like the 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 Hallmark rom coms. Um, yeah, just because I find them delightful and they're just popcorn for my brain. Right, and today's weather was about as fall as it can get, so there was like super gusty winds and it started out sunny and then as the day like went on it started raining and it's been raining for a couple hours and the temperature is like plummeting and the gusty winds are continuing uh so even though it's not quite like snowy winter vibes it's definitely still like stay inside and watch a movie (laughs) vibes so yeah well Good. I'm. I can send you some uh, some Hallmark rom com recommendations if you're interested. I I don't think you are, but I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna watch The Grinch. I think like that's, that's fair. What's gonna happen? You know what? I'm just gonna watch The Grinch. You know that's fair. It's a good call. It's always a good call to watch The Grinch. And obviously, we we mean the Jim Carrey Grinch, right? Did you freeze? What do you? No. Do you watch the animated Grinch? I watch them both. Okay, were you talking about them both the whole time? I hadn't decided. Yeah, I mean, I watch them both all the time. Like, if you haven't watched both versions of The Grinch at least twice, I mean, no, please. Six o'clock, dinner with myself, I can't cancel again. (laughs) Okay, good. That's it, I'm not going. The look you gave me really scared me. Like, you were like, no, like, I don't even like the Jim Carrey Grinch. I was, I was getting really scared about our, the future of our relationship. <laughs> because I don't like Elf and the Grinch, okay? Yeah, it's like, one or the other I can stomach. But if you didn't like both of them, uh, we would have an issue. No, Jim Carrey's The Grinch is absolutely iconic in terms of one-liners. Like, mm-hmm. hate, hate, double hate, loathe entirely. Loathe entirely. Yes. I mean, you can't... Absolutely iconic. And also, who can forget that Taylor Momsen of um, Gossip Girl and Pretty Reckless fame? Yeah. I I still frequently forget that it's her until I start the movie, and I'm like, oh, yeah, it's Jenny. Yeah, I, I always think of the Pretty Reckless before I think of Jenny, to be honest with you. Yeah, I don't think I've ever really listened to the band, but like, I knew she was in it, and I think yeah. she has a great voice. But I, I, like, hate Jenny so badly on Gossip Girl. Like, every time there was a Jenny episode, I was like, oh, fuck. So that's what I associate her more strongly with. That's because her character on the show is not the character in the book. 
Uh, yeah, that's correct. Like, out of every character they changed, which, by the way, is all of them, hers seems the most egregious. But I, I feel like this is a Christmas special, and while there was a Christmas-themed Gossip Girl book, I'm 90% sure, like, one of the prequels or something was Christmas time. And there was definitely a Christmas special private by Kate Bryan book. Hmm. Yeah, they're not very Christmassy, except I'm pretty sure that, uh, like, the books, like, the go- like Gossip Girl and The Click, like, fueled my desire for having the perfect Christmas outfit every year. <laughs> I just needed to have, like, a very fun colored peacoat that had, like, an A-line skirt to go over my very cute dress sort of oh, love that. vibe. Um, very early, early aughts, as usual obsession i i do love a pea coat i got a great coat from target the other day um they have a coat that's very similar to the coat that taylor swift wears on the evermore cover um and so i i bought it and i'm very happy with the purchase am i opening a tab to target right now you bet your sweet ass that i am i'll um i'll pull up my order history and send you a direct link i love having the target app it's amazing same it's so good just does everything i need um i swear there was a Christmas one. I'm going to find it. I'm going to find it because I need to be proven right so that I can end the podcast <laughs> on the correct note. <laughs> you know, it's the only option. Truly. Oh, yeah. The prequel. It was called Last Christmas. Boom. That's it. Nice. We're right and we should say it or whatever. Yeah. Proving again that you and we are right. And we should say it. Pour yourself a glass of wine. Let's start reading in between the lines Never know what we might find Yeah, it could be magic Oh Rose Glasses is hosted by Bailey Utrecht and me, Katie Phillips Our logo is by Baby Truth Collection And our theme song is by the very wonderful Anna Boss Join us in two weeks where we wrap up our year in reading And I have a feeling it's going to be a lot So we hope to see you then If you have a chance, please rate and subscribe on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen. It's really going to help us grow. We appreciate it. Hi, buddy. Thanks. Thank you. Every time... So our friend Zach got a dog and named his dog Buddy. And so now every time I call Bruce Buddy, I feel like I'm doing something wrong. Because now there's actually a dog named Buddy and I'm not just calling my dog my buddy. Yeah, except the part of the reason I feel like the name stuck is because we all called him Buddy because he didn't have a name yet. <laughs>